What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin, host of the I'd Tap That Cigar Show. What you're about to listen to is the audio only of a video interview I did on our YouTube channel. If it gets too confusing about what's going on, please feel free to visit the Cigar Prop YouTube channel, look under the playlist, I'd Tap That Cigar Show, and maybe look at it instead of listening to it. But if you're listening to it, it means you like podcasts. So hopefully all of this makes sense, and let's start the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Drew Estate Experience Acid Studios. This is the I Tap That Cigar Show. Um, and uh, I, as always, I am your host, Kevin. Diggins, Diggins isn't with us. Diggins, nobody knows where Diggins is at, so I don't know where he's at either. So um, uh, we want to welcome everybody. Let's see who we have here that has started the chat uh zachariah morrison thanks a lot brother always joining us every single week being the first jason hawkins quakes third and uh, everybody that's gotten free stuff is all all at the uh the, the beginning so thank you everybody so it helps giving away free stuff helps uh chance matthews what is going on uh let's see who else we got pete f always pete what is going on brother well, it looks like I wasn't paying attention. Everybody was uh, was having a conversation before I got here. Ron Real, what is going on? Ron Real's going to be with us tomorrow. So it's going to be a fantastic uh, um, uh, interview. Kevin Corbliss, what is it, what it be, what it be? Kenneth Campbell, Heather Callahan. Damn it, Heather Callahan, now I'm nervous. Um, Ed O'Neill, uh, what is going on, brother? I don't, I get nervous around pretty women. It's just they, and mainly it's not that I get nervous. It's it, they're, they're going to talk me out of something like a pretty girl can sell me anything. That's just, it, it is what it is. Like it could be, I mean, let's see if that's uh, it's not Diggins. Like I, I, you know, my job, you know, my job, you know, sometimes is to sell things. Pretty women can sell me something and I'm, and I'm supposed to be one selling them uh, stuff. So I have got a lot of show notes tonight. I don't know why. Oh, it's a uh, big cap. I don't know why I printed in big font tonight. That is uh, that is weird. So, all right, let's get down. Because uh, I have been itching for this cigar. Tonight we are smoking the uh, the Crown Heads uh, La Coalition. I smoked two of these back-to-back -back the other night. Um, and, and they were just such a great cigar. And um, I had a tobacco this morning. And I really wanted another La Coalition this morning. And uh, th this cigar has just got me got me going. Uh, um, John Huber over at Crown Heads, uh, him and Willie Herrera did a fantastic job um, with this. So let let's get to um, the the cigar medics uh, um, humidimeter, the cut and light. Let's zero this out, and then right on sixty seven percent. Um, I, I found out the other day that I should be cleaning these tips more often than I am. Uh, I've only been cleaning them like once every four to six weeks. And I've been noticing a few of my cigars have been reading low, but they were feeling really good. Um, I cleaned the tips and, uh, and they shot up like five points. Um, and talking with Luigi, the owner, is like, yeah, that's why we put on the package, clean the tips. The oil from the cigars will actually get on the tips and um, uh, basically clog them up to where you give a um, um, bad reading. So I'm like, oh, I probably should have read the directions a little closer. I do remember him telling me that at the very beginning when I first uh, first got mine. But um, And like I said, I cleaned them a couple times, but I don't know what it's been. Lately, I've been smoking a ton of cigars, been measuring a ton of cigars. And like I said, these were just low. So I'm like, eh, I should probably clean them. 
So, all right, as we're lighting it up, remember, download the Drew Diplomat app. Um, take pictures of the cool Drew Estate cigars you're smoking. Log those in. You get points. Turn in points for giveaways to, uh, uh, to win super cool stuff. Sorry, a little bit of dead air that shouldn't be there, but usually Diggins is here, and I'm asking him what he is smoking and lighting. So, uh, but he is he is not here. So now I'm uh, I don't have any um, um, let's uh, I don't have any pointers, so I'm, I'm off. Every time he's not here, throw, throws me off. Which I'm irritated at him anyways for not telling me that I should have run in a bobcat. Um, always wipe the tip after you dip. Uh, that. That thanks, that thanks, care. Thank you. I, I don't. Yeah, uh, Latanya, what is going on? So where's Jess? Jess is actually outside. She had a long day today. She is outside smoking a cigar. Where were you the other night, uh, 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 Jennifer? You're supposed to be on Care Show with us. So, all right, let's get right to our uh, uh, housekeeping segment. Before we bring in our super cool guest, um, which uh, until like two days ago, I didn't even know his name. And until 10 minutes ago, I didn't even know what he looked like. And then uh, until he popped up on the screen, I'm like, huh, that is a young man. That is a very young man. So I, th I thought I expected I expect someone older, like a lot older. So I was a little I was a little taken taken back. So let, let's get over to um the uh, uh, yeah, cigar bundles in Miami. What, whatever. I'm still learning where all I've replaced all my tickers, and they're all in different places. So I'm still learning about them. Um, so the housekeeping segment brought to you by Cigar Bundles in Miami. Cigar Bundles in Miami, your one-stop shop for all your bundle cigars rolled right here in Florida, the cigar capital of the country. Now also carrying a full line of Drew Estate cigars. Our sponsor. Uh, check them out at Cigar Bundles in Miami. And remember, uh, uh, there's in the show notes down below, there's a 15% off coupon code when you use the affiliate link. And then um, there's still got the 25% off all the Tampa hand rolls. So that deal is still going on. Um, people have been saving crazy money. When you use my affiliate link, you place an order. I, I don't see who placed it. I just see like the total order and like the discount. People have been saving crazy money. Uh, I mean, some of these orders, you know, people are saving 30, 40, 50, 60 dollars, and it's it's nuts. So, but speaking of our sponsorship, I mean, a few people I got to call, well, call out, but a few people have made some snarky comments lately in either some posts or on some other live feed shows that that I've seen. I mean, it's like, oh, you know, it's a uh, 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 Kevin's got all the money, you know, all those sponsors that that he has. And little various uh, comments like that, and it's uh, it's gotten um, a little irritating. So I just want to break down a little bit about all the money we make here at the uh, uh, the ITAP, or on the ITAP that uh, cigar show. Most shows out there, not us, charge a sponsor an X amount of money, and then they keep that money, which they should. They're a show host; it's their show. They can do whatever they want with the money. I don't care. It's none of my business. Shouldn't be any of your business either what, what people um, uh, use their money for. Me, I I've always taken it a little bit different. I charge an, an advertiser a very modest amount of money in return for free swag and free cigars. 
So let me ask everyone out there, can you name off the top of your head a single show out there, cigar show or regular show, um, that um, uh, that gives anything away like we like we do? Um, is there another cigar show that gives anything away ever, you know, on a weekly basis? Is it one cigar? Is it nothing? I see you in the background, Diggins. I'll bring you right on. So um, take our sponsor segment sponsor, Cigar Bundles of Miami. Their advertising is free. I don't charge them a single penny because they give us an ass load of cigars. I've been giving away five cigars a week since this show started back in like November. So you can tell how many cigars that, that they've sent us. So after a while, people tagging them like, hey, you know, people are really digging. They're buying the cigars. Let us set you up with a little affiliate link. You can make a small percentage on the backside. I'm like, deal. So now I'm making a little bit of money on, on the affiliate links. Nowhere near, you know, what a, a full sponsorship would be. But everybody gets free cigars. I get a little bit of something free as, as well, or a little bit of money in return. And then there's other manufacturers that give us just um, uh, just a ton of swag to be given out randomly. And then they also send us swag and cigars to, and they specifically say, you know, don't give these cigars out. These are for you. These are for you and Jessica. These are for you and Diggins. Diggins has a package coming tomorrow. Fantastic package. It'll be like the third one he's gotten, you know, so that's how we get a little bit on our, on the backside. Now I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll be up front last year alone. Jessa and I got several thousands of dollars worth of free cigars from advertisers, from sponsors. Um, we've got some amazing trips paid for. So we can add, we can give away free advertising space and then get that on the back end. So and, I, and I'm happy with that. And then on top of that, you all get more free stuff. And that's what this is all about. Some people don't remember that, that I own a cigar accessory company, Cigar Prop. So my my goal here is to enlighten the cigar you know community uh, have on some great guests and then uh, send some people over to cigarprop.com to buy some shit you know so because that in, in turn makes money as well so at the end of the day some some companies or some shows like I said not cigar shows I watch a lot of live shows you either take the money up front or you take it on the backside so Jessica and I just prefer. Um, to get to get the swag and to get a, you know I, I needed I needed some some lighting and talking with the manufacturer and they're you know they go hey you know you, you know you don't you know you don't ever ask anything um, wh wh where's the lighting so I'm like well this is what I'm looking at two days shipped to my house you know so I get things like that on the backside versus money so this show isn't about money we you know if, if we can pay the bills for the show I'm happy if Diggins and I can get some free cigars I'm happy if we can give you watchers and then listeners on the podcast, if we can give you an ass ton of free cigars and free swag, that's what it's all about right there. Diggins, welcome to the show. What is up, man? Oh, so you got, you got any sound? Oh, not yeah. much. I was uh, just doing a, a, a little rant. Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Hopefully that gets back to all of these haters that have been calling me out in some of these groups, What you know, and then sometimes they don't call me out, you know, it's like, oh, you know, that other cigar show that has like eight sponsors, you know, like them. And I'm like, who else is there that has like yeah. eight sponsors? Nobody. There, you yeah. know, there, there's, there's nobody other than us. So, all right, everybody. Thanks um, for listening to my, to my rant. Uh, and I, um, 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 
I, I forgot I just got on and I didn't uh, run real TV. People have to realize that it takes to run a successful channel, time, effort, money. I said it all the time. A lot of viewers take content creators for granted. I think a, I think a lot of people, I, I think a lot of people take content creators for granted because they don't know what it, what it goes into in creating content. Um, yeah. You know, the, the hours, you know, each, each show, each show of, of these shows, three to four hours of, of prep and that's pre and post. Um, and we do two a week. And then there's always reaching out. Like I said, we're, you know, we're always booked 30 days in advance. That takes a lot of wrangling, you know, to throw, you know, to, to get those, uh, um, throw out all the invites and then get them in and then people rescheduling. So, so yeah, so, so some people take it for granted because they just don't know, um, any better. And, and I don't, and I don't fault them for that at, at all. They just, they just think that, you just turn the camera on and you talk whether you're doing reviews or you're doing a show. And, um, so they just don't know what it's, what it's like. So, uh, waiting patiently and the, easy. yeah, yeah. Every, everybody would do it, you know? Yeah. So, Oh, I want to do it to get some, uh, free cigars and free money. And I'm like, Oh, do it. You know? So, I mean, it took, you know, yeah, well, I mean, we do, we do get free cigars. I mean, it, it is what it is, but like I said, it's nobody can't say, can never say that I don't put the effort in, to get those free cigars. So, yeah. all right, so waiting patiently in the Beyonce Stogie Road Green Room oh, oh, is, yeah. is, uh, is Brendan Gould of Revived Vinyl. We don't even meet, or we haven't never met, and he's, and he's hearing me yelling about people already. So uh, what, what is going on, Brendan? How's it going, Kevin? Thank you for having me. One, that's that's the first thing. And uh, the rant was good. I, you know, I appreciate it. I can relate to a lot of the stuff you were saying. Oh yeah, it's uh, I get how, how much how much free stuff you get hit up for? A lot. Well, it's very often. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's funny. People will try put in orders, and they're like, you know, I make the product, and it's kind of like, oh, not good right now, but you will catch up later. You know, it's kind of like, all right, yeah. just take the thing. You know, yeah, just get it out of here. But yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, no, I get, I get hit up often, and I, I think I'm at the stage too where I'm trying to grow and network and stuff. So. You know, when it's a, you know, a show like yourself or a podcast or certain companies, I definitely want to send out samples and, you know, there's a lot of free stuff going out right now, you know, for the most part. Not for the most part, but. Oh, know. yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember being there at the beginning, you know, I, I gave away a ton of free stuff, you know, right. at the beginning, just trying to get your name out there, hoping Absolutely. people take those. Now, now you, I only wish I had the cool photos when I first started as you get, you get some amazing people posting on your Instagram. You have some, some kick-ass photos. And then once I started adding more different cigar props, you know, then I really started to get some fantastic photos, but it took a long time. I mean, you guys just, just hit it out of the park right, right from the beginning though. No, I appreciate it. That's something that like, I think I had a niche for from the beginning was like always taking good photos or like um, catching the moment and stuff like that. I think that's something that was kind of natural. Um, and I still think I have a lot of improvement to do. I'm flattered that you said that. Um, but it's definitely something, you know, with the marketing, um, you know, getting out there or different ways to uh, brand yourself, you know, something I'm always experimenting with. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you know, keep keep going with the, uh, the Instagram. You're killing it on Instagram. I'm always seeing your tags. Like I said, the, uh, the Instagram TV is really important in this day and age, Instagram stories. But the only thing that, that I would suggest, you know, is like I said, I, the first time I've seen you, 
I, I don't I don't know who and we we've talked about this. If you've seen the show, Diggins and I, we talked about this before, you know, with different manufacturers, it's all about, you know, reaching and uh and and with that just um getting that one on one with someone else. You know, maybe maybe that other right. that someone is a is a as a Yankees fan like me or a Red Sox fan, or I can connect with them a little bit, or I know that they're from here or here and you know when you don't see that you, you know, like at the very beginning, I kind of thought your company was a, like a big company, like a corporation because I never saw that personal, that personal interaction was never, was never there on Instagram or Facebook or anywhere else. And um, like in any of the chat groups, you know, nobody, you know, I don't hear anybody bringing up your name. I don't see you commenting. So it's um, so that, that personal touch is, you know, there's that separation between us and you. Right. So if, if, if any advice that I would give you is try and maybe put yourself out. And now it's a, it is choppy waters out there, man. You get your feet wet in social media. And next thing you know, you're, you're, it's eight, it's eight hours a day on social media. All right. So. No, and actually I couldn't agree more with you. And that's one of the reasons why I'm here today. You know, it's something that, um, I definitely know I need to work on and I appreciate the suggestion because, you know, that's one of the things I'm any feedback, negative or positive goes a long way in any business. Right. Uh, but that's one of the reasons why I'm here today. You know, I definitely need to get myself out there more, you know, and I'm flattered that it appeared as a, a big corporation type thing, you know, and um, that's something I was working on too, before I even like July, Last July is when the site launched, right? So I'm not even a year in yet. Yeah. And I wanted to get everything organized as far as, you know, the logo, brand, and how, what direction I wanted to go in and how I wanted to get out there was one of the first things I wanted to align before I actually launched the site. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of planning and, you know, stuff behind the scenes before it even went live. Oh yeah, so and, and 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 it is good appearing to be a bigger company because right. that does give you some street cred of people buying. Like, okay, I feel safe ordering from this this large corporation, which people do. You know, so you know it's a you know it it's it, it's both ways. You know, now you have a little bit of accent. Where are you from? I am from Rhode Island. I call it Rhode Island. Okay, uh, <laughs> a lot of root people out here, but I'm from Rhode Island, um, up north. A lot of people confuse it with a part of Long Island or New York. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a small. I was, state. I was, I was guessing Canadian because of the way you spell your name. I only know two Brendans, and they're both Canadians. You know, so it's a. Uh, I, I haven't met another uh, U.S. Brendan the way you spell your name. So yeah, yeah, a lot of people still butcher it either way. They still call me Brandon, Brandon, whatever. But um, yeah, Rhode Island. Uh, yeah, we have. The, it, it's it's a messed up accent. It's like you know between New York and Massachusetts, so we get <laughs> mix of both. You know, exactly. Now, what? I, what? Why don't I you tell us a little? I was in Vegas for a while. Oh, were you? And, um, yeah, I plan on going back out there. I I, I can't do the cold weather, um, but it was a blessing in disguise because we spent a lot of time indoors in the winter. So it, it was like um, I was like a mad scientist trying to figure out how to create these ash trees out of old vinyl and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I was out in the West Coast for a while, and uh, I would get called out immediately on the accent. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So, um, uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, like where, where you were born and raised. Do you have wife, kids? How old are you? <laughs> um, I'm a bachelor, you know, okay. so, uh, no, no wife, no kids. Um, I'm from Rhode Island, like, grew up in Rhode Island. Um, started DJing and this is like, kind of like a backstory how this started was started collecting records when I was like 12. Right. And I'm 36. So I'm not, as you know, I appreciate okay. it, you, know, you thought I was a lot younger, which is flat on too. But um, <laughs> that was good to hear. You know, I felt good about that one. But um, no, I started collecting records when I was like 12, 13. And I would just listen to music. Then I started like, DJing. And I had friends that DJed. They influenced me. And um, I started doing radio. I did radio for six years. Um, uh, clubs. And, you know bars i still i'm still an active dj but you know obviously with the quarantine going on not a lot of clubs <laughs> yeah. it. so um but yeah i started djing and yeah you know, started you know I, i'm gonna have the cigar smoker i've been smoking you know for a decent amount of time and my basement flooded twice so that's one thing about the east coast over here you get a lot of brown water right so yeah. i don't know if this is a blessing in disguise whatever but woke up one morning and my basement had like a foot of water and a lot of my records mm. were ruined. Right. So I always said like, you know, what am I going to do with these records? I, I, am I going to ship them to the landfill or am I going to repurpose these? You know? So I started thinking about, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff like that and um, entrepreneur type stuff. And it was one of those things where it's like, all right, take your passions and put it together into a, a company, you know? So I'm like, you know, I started making like bowls out of them, like you know, stuff like this, right? Just yeah. basic mm-hmm. stuff, right? And I'm like, that's too basic for me. And I was like, well, if I can make it into that, I can make it into an ashtray, right? So I started testing the waters, trying to repurpose these ruined records into something that could be cool uh, and you can use every day, you know? So it's a little bit of my story. So you were already a cigar smoker then? Uh, yeah, I've been a cigar smoker for probably way too long. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I, I usually go to Cigar Fest every year in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, I've been smoking cigars for a while. So I've always, I wanted to take the two passions and, you know, I started testing the yeah, water. So it wasn't a, a, a stretch or a reach for you to say, all right, we're going to transition over into ashtrays as opposed to just bowls or cups or right, whatever the right. heck, you know. I, you know, the bowls, you know, it, it didn't really interest me. You know, it was like, all right, these are cool. Like, a lot of people eat potato chips or whatever so like you know they can like but i'm like i want to repurpose this into something that i can relate to you know um something i would use every day so i started making it for my friends a lot of my friends smoke cigars so i started making them for them and testing the water so i get their feedback oh this is cool this is awesome then i tried different designs then you know they would tell me certain things i wasn't sealing it right and they were burnt so i'm like all right now i have to figure that one out so it was a lot of testing for months and months and months before I even had the idea of creating revived vinyl. Okay, and now let me ask you this, because you said that, um, you know, burning them and that immediately popped a question in my head. Is it proprietary the way you do this? Or is it something that, you know, is it a, a heat process where you stick it in an oven to get it to where it's just right there at the pliability and then you put it on a, on a mold or are you heating them up some other way? How, how do you make that happen? <laughs> Well, it's like uh, almost asking McDonald's what's in their secret sauce, right? Sure. Uh, 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, there's heat applied to, like, get it where I want it so I can mold it. So it's like, you know, taking anything, heating it up, letting it expand, then getting it into a certain form that I need it to. Then, you know, I, uh, I try to make them as consistent as possible. But I actually have a new design coming out, too, which I'm looking forward to. I was hoping to, you know, premiere on this episode, but it's running a couple weeks late. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of like the process. Then, um, I took it to another level where I'm like, all right, what else can I do with this? Where I can customize stuff with people's logos or sports teams, music, movies, you know, et cetera. Um, the newest kick right now are cigar labels on Ashtrays. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I saw one of those you posted, uh, on, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, so um, those that's that's trending right now, which is you know it's going good. Um, so I, I try to make it so like you know it could appeal to anyone, you know. And a lot of people like you know I, I've done festivals where, you know, I didn't know how to bring. And this was a challenge too, right? Because it, I, I I consider it art, and it's you know when I paint them, do movies, music themes, and it's one of those things where all right, if you don't smoke cigars, you know, are you going to be interested? So it's tough to market where it's like, no, you could actually put this in your office or hang it on a wall, which most of the people I met in public doing festivals and stuff like that, where they would take it and they said, you know, I'm going to put this on my wall. Like, I'm not going to, you know, I don't smoke. This is awesome. You know, they were like Patriot fans or whatever, you know. So I try to make it where I could appeal to everyone, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, and, uh, and and what and what I want to do is um, uh, I'm I'm definitely going to get a couple from you because I saw on one of your Instagram posts, which I've made these before, which you have a couple of different uh, sizes, um, where you had one and then you had another one on top of it, um, as in like you know like a three tiered candy tray, and um, which is super cool. I've made those before out of a, um, a center caps for my my, uh, my daughter her boyfriend's a big Volkswagen guy so I did the same thing with some Volkswagen the uh, the old big center caps and made them a three uh, a three tier, tier tr candy tray so I'm gonna get a couple and I want to do a YouTube how-to on how to make a, uh, a, um, a, a like a little candy dish out of your vinyl so it's gonna be super super cool it's one thing I've been been wanting to work on for a while but um, but yeah, like you said, you don't have to keep them on your. You don't have to use them for a uh, um, uh, yeah. an ashtray. Like I said, a candy tray. Put put your keys in them. I was thinking um, the same thing. It's great for like right there at the front door uh, for a, a key bowl, you know, or a change bowl, whatever. Empty your pockets. Exactly. Yeah. Now the only other shape I would like to see because right now, because when, when my desk isn't full and we're doing reviews, that's always the ashtray we're doing. But I, I don't have space. So it, so I always have to have this, and then my desk, I have to have a small square one. So if that's possible to form it into a a square, I know that's I know that's tough. You know, I, I know that's a square. Right. Yeah, yeah, a square hole. Yeah, that, that that's it. So if you can ever do that, you know, that's so a stretch, but, uh, you know, I mean, I I, I you know. It, it, it's it's a little magic for that one. Yeah, know? literally, it's a stretch. But but I'll yeah. tell you, you know, one of the one of the reasons. Yeah. Oh, you you locked up there for a day. What'd you say, Diggins? Oh, I said he could melt it and then put it in a bread pan as it 
as it re uh I, I whatever the I, word is. I, 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 I didn't want to suggest that because like I said I don't know how I, I as a manufacturer myself, I kind of know like 10 different ways I can do it. I'm like, well, if I take one and heat it with a torch and put it in a bread pan, it probably get pretty square. So I don't know. I'm just leave it. I'm not gonna not gonna <laughs> knock. I have too much other stuff to do to be making more <laughs> making more stuff. But right. I'll, I'll tell you, um Jessica got me. This one for Christmas, this past Christmas, the DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Summertime. And um, it was it was one of the two gifts that that really brought tears to my eyes when, when I opened it up. Because that was like, in that instant, in that instant, like I said, you know, I wasn't in the house. It was, I was in high school. And it was just, take me back to my friends, some of them that that aren't with me anymore. And we listen to the uh, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and I still have every CD. I can sing almost every, I can't sing. I know the lyrics to almost every song. And uh, that was just super cool. And that's what, that's what really I loved about that. Cause now every time I use that, as you can tell, I have three of them and they are all well, well worn. I use these and I have 50 other ashtrays and I only use these unless I said I'm on my desk and I'm cramped for space because it's just one of those things that just takes you back. You know, you know, it, it just in any record, you know, just, especially if you have your favorite one done. Um, that's what, what's super cool. Cause you are providing somebody that is already relaxing. You're sitting there with a cigar. So you're already having a good time and then you get to stare at that record. And then I know for me, just been several times. It's just, you stare at it. And then next thing you know, it's like 30 minutes later and you have to come out of your head because you went back to, you know, those times, you know, uh, and it was such a cool. So thank you for, for giving me that, you know, that's, oh, uh, that's not something that I get a lot of. There's not a lot of things that, that I own that, that can take me back like that. And that's you like, say that I've been sitting there for the last 45 seconds with summer, summer time in my head. So it works, yeah. man. It, 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 you. it, 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 it that's is the beautiful thing about these records, you know, these trays is that, and that's ex exactly what I wanted to go with is, you know, you can relate to it. It brings you back to that, whatever time it was, whether it was, you know, that summertime record or someone gets a doors record or something like that. People, you know, relate to it. They, it brings you back to that time, you know, and mm -hmm. if you're doing that, having a cigar, a drink with your friends, it, it, you know, it just brings you back. That's it, exactly what I was going for because, um, you know, a lot of people, I would hope, you know, relate to music, you know, and it brings you back to a certain yeah. You you do. You know, it, it's I think everybody can relate to just driving home and listening. And then that, and that one song comes on, you're like, get out. And then it's just you, know, you could be having a bad day at work and it's just you are just singing at the top of your lungs. Right. And then you're just remembering, you know, uh, uh, re remembering your boys, remembering everything, especially people you don't, you know, get to talk to anymore, hang out with. And maybe it's someone that you haven't talked to for six months or a year. And then that song, and then you just call them up. You're like, hey, remember that time we blew up that Porter John right. with some uh, homemade pot bombs? That was badass. And uh, that, that that really happened. So uh, just to go <laughs> throw that one out there and uh He's uh he's no longer with us. Uh, oh, pipe bomb didn't get him. Something else did. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, so now can people send you um um uh albums to 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 have done if if, it, if there's not one on your website or will you try and track one down or? 
typically like what would happen is i have a submission where you know on the website you can submit a request you know um but mostly a lot of people de- you know message me through instagram or facebook and ask if i have something um i've only had a couple people offer to send their own record to me um which is fine people can do that um there's certain things and that's like going back like you know the site launched in july i'm still trying to tweet things like there's something i need to do to the site where it's like um missing an element where people submit a request and you know if i don't have it i try to track it down it might take you know a few days and especially right now what's happening um you know there's a lot of local record shops that will have stuff but record shops are closed right now so that makes things very difficult um you know and now maybe i'll say like hey what if i took the album cover you wanted to put in the center you know take that and go with that but i'd rather you know they want the record you know that you know that actual record i want i want to deliver that you know that's something i want to track down and get and it brings me back to like even looking for records back you know when i was djing and it was only vinyl is like you go digging for records you know it's a great thing it's like uh you know, it brings me back to those days personally. But um, yeah, people can definitely send me records if they they had it and they wanted it. And there's a certain record that is special to them, and they want to send it. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was going through our, our records uh, uh, t- uh, today this afternoon and just pulling out some 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 cool ones. Some uh, uh, an old Jimi Hendrix, uh, an Ozzy Osbourne. Was that the know, greatest hits? Jimmy's greatest. Um, I've got a couple. This is yeah, this, uh, Jimi Hendrix smash hits. Yeah, that's a good. And one. then and then this one um, is the Jimi Hendrix. I don't even know what you know the experience. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I told Jessica, I, I'm like, oh, here's one I should send them, and she said she'll kill me. And it's the uh, the original uh, <laughs> the original Star Wars uh, 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 soundtrack on uh, vinyl. You know, and it's, I have that um, do you? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, she's like, I'll kill I, I you. Did, uh, um, May the fourth be with you a couple weeks ago. That was the, I think I did, I think I posted the um, the second Star Wars, but I do have the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so super cool. So how many records uh, about do you think you're keeping on hand at your house? You know, I never counted them. I have at the time, <laughs> but it would take a while. But I would think, like, like I said, I've been collecting for, you know, over 20 years and it's you know since i was 12 and i out a thousand I, I don't know maybe four five thousand maybe I, somewhere wow. in the ballpark i have now, a lot now, of fives too but I would, yeah i would also buy collections you know like people would have these lots just selling you know their parents stuff or whatever uh, I, I stop at yard sales all the time to see what they have you know, um, so I'm always, I'm still buying. I'm always buying, and whether it's something that that is beat up and I want to turn into an ashtray or something I want to keep. Yeah, but I, I was gonna um, say, is, is there is there anything that you know, like off limit? Like, if someone said, "Hey, do you have this?" and you're like, mm, "I have that," but there's not a chance in yeah, hell. No, I'm, absolutely. I, that that's happened a bunch of times, and this is has it? Like, the records you see behind me. Like most of these, like. Tupac. I'm a big Tupac guy. Like this will never be an ashtray, you know. Yes. Like, this is, you know, um, but there's certain records that I definitely like 
No, the off limits. Unless they want to send it to me and they really want to part ways with it that way. Oh, okay. That's fine. But um, as far as records I have, there's definitely records that are off limits. You know, um, there's been there's been a few. Uh, I think it was a Nas Illmatic. You know, and that's something that's like no, no, like <laughs> no. Do Do you have a um? Uh, do you have a big call for? like really old stuff, uh, old jazz, big band, um, or is it more of, you know, um, uh, cause a lot of stuff I see seems to be, you know, late eighties, nineties, two thousands. I'm not yeah. like, last time I saw something like really old. So you ever, you ever get any requests for some I old think stuff? Sinatra would be the biggest, I, I, I guess, you know, if you consider that an oldie, it's like, the yeah, Sinatra that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, would buy them for their parents or you know like it's not so much for them but i i sinatra is probably one of the top ones all right and then uh, um I, i've been seeing you, you you've, been, you've been doing a lot of custom uh a lot of custom stuff lately it seems like um are you in any cigar lounges to where they're stocking you know any particular uh, of your stuff or uh, any you know have you done any custom labels for for lounges that's funny. I'm actually using one of the extras I made for um, Mulberry Street Cigars in Little Italy, New York City. So I go to this feast every year, right? So one of my goals, like I'll set little goals where whether it's like one of my goals this year is I want to collab with a cigar company, you know, you know, and try to get something just limited edition, exclusive stuff, just collab with them, put it out and see what happens, right? So I set a goal where I go to this feast every year in Little Italy, New York. I drive up there and Mulberry Street Cigars. So that this they had this in their store. I don't know if, I don't know if their store is open right now because uh, yeah. of the COVID-19. But that's one of the ones that I made. And I went up there with the goal to talk to the manager just right up in the spot. And, you know, I gave him a demo. And I said, here, you know, um, I took your logo off the website. You can send me something more official and go from there. But um, I heard from him a week later, and he grabbed some in there in the source. You know, right. and that's a, cool. Yeah, that's a big tourist area. But um, yeah, that's that's one of my goals. You know, it's trying to perfect. You know, get the feedback on the actual product, then try to expand. So it's just me right now, which is another challenging thing. Um, but it's definitely just trying to continue to network and send things out whether it's samples and try to get into cigar shops i have got i'm making myself a note to uh um to uh get with you later on i've got a cigar man you know when you said you want to get with like a, anyone anyone in the cigar business i you know instantly you know er, you know probably anybody in the uh, in the chat panel or even diggins may know but i don't want to say it. I'll, I'll get with you later i've got a cigar maker i think that would absolutely love what you got going on and I, I i think i think maybe a collab with uh with you and him would just be it would just be fitting like everybody would think yeah these yeah this is the exact same it makes sense it, it just it just makes sense so i'll get with you on that and i think we can definitely <laughs> definitely get you going on uh on that because like i said it's um uh he's a, he's a friend of mine so i got you on that one awesome so. no i appreciate that i appreciate that and it's um you know that's the whole thing about one of the things I learned too is that the cigar community is great, right? So I go to Cigar Fest every year. I have friends that smoke cigars. It's something that just clicks, right, with cigar people, in my opinion. Um, but that that's that type of support's great. You know, I appreciate that. 
Oh, you're very welcome. Now, um, uh, I know Cigar Fest got pushed back this year. Um, um, I haven't, I haven't been so, but I'm assuming, uh, would, would you, you know, do you ever think about setting up a booth, a table at something like that? I have. And like I said, so I went there last year and I was in the very early stages. That was, you know, it's always last week, uh, you know, first weekend of May typically. So my site launched in July. I was really, I was very ambitious, right? So I went there with a lot of trays and this is before I started sealing them and like, you know, making them consistent and i went there and you know i met jonathan drew and i was shaking like a leaf when i gave him mine, right and yeah. i was just like because he was i made him a brooklyn he's from brooklyn so i yeah made him a, i went there with a master race brooklyn record and i met him at uh the hamburg um there were he was doing an event there on a thursday night and i met him and i was just waiting and he was actually on his way out like his driver was out front you know very fancy type of stuff so I met him, I caught him on the way out and he just stopped in his tracks. And I was like blown away because he just was like, this is amazing. You know, he loved it. And looking back at it, I'm like, you know, there was one of the originals I gave him, like, you know, like handcrafted, like not sealed this and that, but I'm like, oh man, if I gave him one of the ones I have now, you know, looking back. Yeah. Um, but no, Cigar Fest, yeah, that's it's a great event. It's a great networking event. I would love to get a booth there. I don't know the process of that yet, the availability, you know. Yeah, price-wise and everything else. So right. Ronnie, and uh, more like PB&J. Ronnie, it's more like crunchy and peanut butter. It's the one and the same. So it's uh, – but, uh, but yeah, I don't – in some of those events, it's so – it's so expensive. I, I know, you know, starting off, we, we did a few events and then it's like, how much money are you willing to lose to get? Cause you're going to lose, you know, some of these events, it, it can be a couple thousand dollars for a booth and it's just not possible. I mean, it is possible to, to, to make, to make a profit, but it's so hard, you know? So it's like, how much money are you willing to lose to get your right. name out there and then hoping that people take your card and then put it in their bag of 800 cigars and 50 other business cards and a thousand stickers and hoping two weeks from now they're cycling through everything and they just look at your card and be like, I don't even remember what this is and throw it away. You know, so it's, right. so, yeah, some of those events are just, they're, they're tough. They, they really yeah. are just super tough. So, um, so what do you the dice. it's kind of like, um, you know, even if you break even at an event like that, I think that's a win just with the network and, you know, uh, I've met people there that, you know, I keep in touch with now that, you know, whether they have a podcast or a cigar manager at a bar in, you know, Michigan or something, you know, you like, you, it's great networking, you know, and someone is mm -hmm. going to like your product, you know, I would think if you have a booth there and, um, you know, I think it's a great opportunity, even if you don't make up for it at the event. I think down the road it can pay off, you know. So oh, exactly. That's why I, I branded my name on on a lot of stuff, like these little, you know, little folding cigar cigar holders, you know. And I I don't know how many I've given away, you know, just for the hope someone sees that. Even if your name's right. not, I mean, well, you know, you my name's engraved on it. So same with yours. You know, even if you leave one at a at a cigar lounge. You, know, you go and buy a cigar, leave one on a table. Hey, you know, you can have oops. that. You know? Yeah, oops. You know, everybody's always <laughs> looking at it. I mean, I wish I had that kind of, you know, potential advertising. So that's that's super, you know, super awesome. And um, but yeah, it's um it, it's cool. I love everything about it. Um now you're yeah. um um now in case people don't know, 
like I said, the, you know, like I said, I, I don't know. I, I, let me dump this one out a little bit. I mean, I don't, I don't. I bet I've had a hundred. A hundred. What size stars. is that, Kevin? Now this is. Did I tap that. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? A seven inch? That is a ten inch record. So that's something I've been trying to stock up on. Um, those are that like they made ten inches for a while, but they're you know you could find ones that. Like that one you have there, it's like sometimes it would make it really extra thick and you just can't work with it, right? Yeah. So it's not about finding the 10-inch records. It's more about finding ones you could repurpose, you know, um, which is a challenge. But, yeah, the 10 inches, those, those are awesome. Yep. Now, what do you – I get a lot of requests for 45s too, but you just – it's just not practical to work with, especially with, like, the, you know, they have that giant hole in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even think about the uh, the hole right. in the middle on that one. You know. So yeah. Now, uh, what do you coat those with? Because like I said, people. I said I've had a hundred cigars in there. Not a single burn. Not a single flaw. The only burn I have on one of them is just the very tip. And it was when I was resting the cigar. It was just the mascara line got on the tip, and that mascara line can be a couple hundred degrees, and it, right. and it just in just the perfect everything aligned. And I and I singe the tip a little bit, but um, what what do you? I mean, I'm assuming that's like a, an industrial type of epoxy, or yeah. So it's an epoxy, but I also use like other mixtures of things that are non toxic, obviously to um, to you know do that. And that was one of the biggest challenges was trying to find the right thing. I was trying, I mean, I, I mean months just trying to figure it out. And I would, you know, the good the good thing it was. I had an excuse to smoke a lot of cigars. Test yeah. Out, right? <laughs> yeah. That was the good thing. But um, yeah, it was, it was a challenge to get it and it's, you know, it, it, it works good. It's, it's a mixture, you know, it's an epoxy base, but there's a mixture of like, I'll, I'll do different layers of things before I even put the epoxy on, just uh, try to make it extra durable, you know? Okay. And then who does the, um, like this one is the uh, uh, the the Wu Tang with like the splatter paint. Do you do all yeah. that yourself? It's all me. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So like, it's funny because you know I, I have a lot of friends that like you know um, are artists, street artists, whatever, and I've always been like you know it's something I always wanted to be able to do, right? And it's like um, a lot of testing with that, also a lot of spray paint, you know, and stuff like that. So it's. A lot of trial and error on that one. Um, but, yeah, it's all me with the splatters. You know, I'll try to figure something out. Like, I made this Jaws one, and I did, like, red splatters to try to make, like, a blood creation, you know? Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, so that's, like, oh, some, you know, so I try to go into it, whether it's a movie or music, and try to, like, you know, get it right. And there's a lot of records that I've, like, tried painting where I'm, like, I you know, it wasn't working out. You know, so a lot of trial and error, a lot of, a lot of practice. You know, uh, but, but yeah, it's me from you know beginning. To end. Man, I said, I, and just your, I, I just look at it's endless. It's endless what you can do. You know, sports teams. You know, just movie. I didn't even think about movies at all. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen another movie one until you just shown that Jaws one, unless I missed one. You know, so it doesn't necessarily have to yeah. be. You know, just you know regular album you know um so that's that's super cool i mean just i was doing an event i did an event it was funny is uh i had a back to the future record right the original soundtrack oh man and i was going to an event with a friend and he's like who's gonna want this you know and i'm yeah. like 
everybody. Maybe, yeah, well, you know, it's funny. I ran it. A lady came to the booth and she didn't, you know, she didn't smoke cigars or anything like that. She was you know, browsing around and she saw the fact that she apparently has like her house is all backed. And she, I don't know if she has a, you know, the car or whatever, but like she, you know, she was a Back to the Future fanatic and she bought it like immediately. So it's like, then I'm like, movie ch- soundtracks could be a big hit. You know, that could work. Yeah. Um, so that was good. That that that, that yeah, is good. Is endless, and I just started doing the labels, which I thought was awesome. You know, that was trial and error too with the cigar labels, and um, it's great. You know, it's a lot of fun. And you know, people send me their labels too, which is great. That I think that's what people, you know, as a cigar smoker, um, I think it's good to like. You know, some people do save labels, some people don't. But I would think that most people would want their own personal labels, their collection, you know, if they're not oh, oh, with, with, without a doubt, Jessica and I have at least three different projects. And one of them is a huge project hanging uh, in our kitchen. And um, um, it's got some, uh, uh, some vintage wood as a surround. It's got some brass chicken wire. Um, yes, they do make brass chicken wire. And yes, it is the most expensive thing you will find uh, out there is Brett, but it was, and we did all of our labels. And then as we're, we're, as we're making this and we're putting them down, because we have thousands of labels, thousands of cigar labels everywhere. And um, we'll, we'll put one down because it'll fit here. And then it took us forever because almost everyone was a story, you know, and it's like, oh, hey, you remember remember the review we did on this one? And we talk about it and we talk about the cigar and like, oh, hey, this is that one that we smoked in North Carolina when we right. were doing this. And then this one. And it was like I said, just and there are hundreds and hundreds of those stories that brought us back just doing this project together. And now it's hanging in, in our kitchen and we can look at it and be like, Oh, you know, I remember that, you know, and it was such that's a cool, awesome. you know, that's uh that's just another thing on cigars, you know, just especially. So now I, you know, you, you know why people want their own labels just right. so they, they can always stare at that and then just remember, you know, that, Absolutely. that cigar, I mean, you know, it could have been from someone's wedding night, you know, their wedding night or, um, you know, maybe it was an exclusive release, you know, that they don't make that label anymore, you know, and you can look back and like, you know, that was a great cigar. You, you could relate and go back kind of like music, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, de- definitely. You know, definitely all goes uh, hand in hand, you know, and, uh, and speaking of cigars, um, what's in, what's in, do you, do you keep a lot of cigar? Do you have a good size humidor? What's your, what's your situation at the house? Um, I keep, it's probably like you know 75 count and stuff like that with the quarantine of being home alive and going through <laughs> a lot of cigars yeah um smoking at a nice real estate right now oh right on Ooh, the blue label oh, the, Miami. Herrera. the herrera yeah yeah that's a good one um but yeah um i'm on a big uh i want to say you know and i don't mean to say this because i know you know you've got the drew estate sponsorship i've been a big drew estate kick right now um uh, La Roma de Cuba's too, a lot of ash and cigars have been a you know, big kick on those. Uh, but yeah, I have like a 75 count. Um, I keep it, you know, it, it, I, I, try to, I try to get different ones, you know, ones I've never tried before too. And that's one of the things where it's like, I like going to cigar shops around here just to see if they get something new where I could try to see if I like it before I do like an order online or something like that, you know. So um, I I rely heavily on reviews too if it's something I've never had and yeah 
don't, you know, maybe don't because it doesn't agree with my palate sometimes. Yeah, all, all reviewers are full of shit, so don't rely on uh, <laughs> um, uh, superheroes. Superheroes would be superheroes would be awesome. You ever done a superhero? I have. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I could see like a Spider-Man would be super, super cool, and um, like the old. Uh, um, I'm thinking of the, the Superman. You know, just thinking of that soundtrack and the uh, doing yeah. the uh, the splatter with the uh, uh, the logos. Okay. Now that you mentioned, I, I I had one Batman go out. I have a lot of villains. Yeah. A lot of villains. So a lot of Jokers recently. Okay. Um, you know, um, some uh, did some Michael Myers Halloween theme ones that went. Um, but but I feel like a lot of people are rooting for the bad guy. You know, <laughs> like yeah. But there's a lot of villains uh, being sold. Not so much superheroes. Exactly, uh, Ed O'Neill. What's your what's your favorite cigar? What's your go-to? Do you have a uh, a go-to yeah. cigar? A go-to, I would say um, probably a Mia Moore, La Roma de Cuba, Mia Moore. I, I, I something about that one. Yeah, it just it's smooth. It's you know it, it's got a you know it's like a full body, but it's probably the La Roma de Cuba, Mia Moore. Oh, right, oh, right, right on. on. Yeah, it's uh, um, I've I've had some of uh, uh, um, some of the, not that particular one, and um, but um, also let's see, depends so, on the time of day and the weather too. Like that's something even with music yeah. depends on the weather what I'm listening to. Like I, you know, if someone saw my Spotify uh, Spotify playlist, they would think I'm very confused, right? Because it's yeah. like there's all types of stuff on there, and it's like kind of like cigars. Like you know, it depends on the weather and you know. Um, what time it is, you know, I love the Undercrown in the morning, you know, uh, Drew Undercrown, Maroma de Cuba, me and more, I'll have that later in the evening, you know. Now, now on the Drew State, um, yeah, do you get into any of their infused, uh, line? No, I'm not really into infused stuff. I had their, uh, you know, that was one of the things too. It's like you evolve from things, right? You're, you whether it's yeah. your palate, you know, anything like that, and you know. Going back to when I started smoking, you know, you try acid cigars and, you know, it just, you evolve from that, right? It's, um, but no, not really do any flavor infused cigars. I'm not really, not really my, uh, cup of tea. And that, and that's fine. So, um, uh, where, where did the, uh, the, the cigar, your cigar smoking kick off? Um, was there a, uh, family member, did your dad always smoke, your uncle, what was the was, uh, what was the start? Where did that get you get you in? It was my friend's father's. So like, I live in a very Italian type of community. There's a lot, you know. It's like one of the most Italian density. They would have a lot of barbecues, cookouts, and stuff like that. And they would always smoke cigars, like the older guys, right? So I'm like, you know, we're we were teenagers, and we we're like, we have to let's try this. You know, let's go hide from them and try it, right? <laughs> so we started, you know. We, <laughs> Maybe Backwoods and Don Tomah, yeah. like, you know, something yeah. like that. You just Don Tomah, I remember. Like, yeah. Then someone would try going to a cigar shop, and you're like, you know, you you don't even know what you're picking. You know, yeah. you just go for one of the cheaper ones because we were teenagers, right? Yeah. So yeah. you're experimenting, and then you start to figure out what they're smoking, you know, the adults, the ones that have experience. Then you would try those, you know, maybe sneak in someone's humidor once in a while. Yeah. But, it, you know, um, but yeah, I would say like at cookouts, you know, summertime cookouts and stuff like that. Like in my teenage years, like you know, just trying different things, you know. 
Oh yeah, and that's what that's what Jessica always says. You know, like so her growing up, it's the uh, she grew up with like fifty cousins, you know, within a mile of her, and so you know, uncles, everybody just gathered around, you know, the the grill, you know, everybody just smoking a right. cigar. So she's been around cigars her entire life, so it was always going to be a thing. She was always going to eventually, you know, right. start cigar smoking at one point, you know, because I, I just and just no matter what, it just brings brings people together. Ed, Ed O'Neill asked, you know, Ed, really, he's been in business for a year, Ed. Does he have anything else in the works other than ashtrays? People always want new shit. <laughs> you know, what's funny is, like, um, one of the things was, you know, different ideas with these things. You could, I mean, there's so many things. And actually, you know, it's a good question because, you know, I, there's clocks I wanted to make. I, you know, I wanted to make clocks out of it where, yeah you know, someone could upload their picture and, and that's something I'm trying to figure out. Not as far as making the clock. I think that would be the easy thing. It's more about, you know, uh, like Coca-Cola, right? They started off making Coca-Cola. They didn't go to Sprite. They didn't go to Coke Zero. It's like, yeah. when do you start putting your attention to other products other than what your, your passion is. And, you know, I could, I could, there's so many things you could do with this and, I want to get to it. It's just when, you know, it's like, I'm not where I want to be with ashtrays yet, you know, and it's something I love doing. So there are other products I have in mind of making. It's just, when do I start putting my attention to it? You know? Oh, exactly. Cause I mean, with something like this, it's, it's never, it's never ending. You yeah. can do, you can do so much, you know, and you've got almost an endless inventory of, of what you have, you know, so it's molds, it's anything else, you know, it's, right eventually you know for for me it's always start with a start with a product get a couple things and then get efficient at it you got to get got to right. get fast you got to be able to to move them out keep the keep the quality there and then just keep you know keep pushing them out so everything i do is just eventually getting faster and faster and faster at it you know so um, to keep to yeah. keep that up sure no i i feel like i'm having a scratch the surface of where i want to be with the ashtrays right so there's other products i want to make it's just getting to that point where i'm like all right i got this down let me you know try rolling this out you know um you know i had this idea with a clock with putting like lighting behind the record like lighting you know something like that where you like blow off the wall you know um and i think that's something that yeah is that's on deck you know that's that's next in line for sure you know, and it's one of those things you can make very personal too. You know, same thing as a cigar trees where you can upload a logo, a picture of your dog, whatever, you know, any, you know, it's whatever you want to, wherever you want to go with it. Oh yeah. Cause there's so many people doing that, like city locks doing that now with the, uh, with the hats, you know, they make fantastic hats and mm -hmm. they focused on hats and that was where they, you know, the cool leather patch hats and uh, um, they killed the industry on that. And then they branched out. Then they started doing where you can upload a picture of yourself or your dog or something else. Right. Uh, and, and now they're, they're just crushing it on that. You know, last time I talked to them, they're doing more custom work than they are their original, their original hats, which got them into the industry, you know? And, um, so it's, you know, super cool to where, you know, it's nice being able to take a product you already have with, with me and my products. I have a product. It is designed to do, one thing and one thing only it really can't do anything else so i'm you know so me i just have have to keep adding and every time i add a product it's another vendor 
It's possibly a different machine shop. It's just, it's always something else. You know, it's a, uh, I wish I had a product where I could constantly, you know, keep evolving that same product, keep my same tooling, but yet make something different. So I definitely, mm -hmm. I definitely envy you in, uh, in having that. With vinyl, so, I see that the possibilities are endless. One of the questions I have for you, because I've, I've had, you know, starting in probably last August was like social media advertisement. I feel like August and September was when they really like um, had restrictions on tobacco related products and running advertisements. And that's one of my biggest struggles right now is we were good and, you know, I was running ads in July, August, then there was a big restriction and they figured it out where they were blocking any type of sponsorship or advertisement that had anything to do with tobacco. And I, I did a lot of testing where I would try running an ad just for like, you know, a couple of days or whatever without even a cigar on it, you know, yeah. and um, trying to like get around it, work around it. And it just wasn't happening. And that's one of my biggest struggles right now with growing is just the restrictions on the tobacco related products. I don't know if you had any issues with that or. You um, I, I knew going in that there would be impossible to um, um, to do any form of advertising, um, but yet you see cigar prop stuff everywhere. And right. it's you you can grow your company better organically than you can with advertising. Um, and like I said, I'll, and I would love to sit down and uh, we'll definitely chat. We'll definitely uh, do this uh, on the side. Um, you know, I, I can definitely tell you the best ways to go about growing your business and getting people out there, getting, getting tons of stuff out there. And, um, I, I, you know, I, I am the success story. People, people say that, you know, they're having a hard time doing this. Well, you're not, you're not thinking outside the box when it comes to advertising you, there is tons of free advertising out there and it's going to cost you, it'll still cost you money, but it'll cost you less than paying Facebook, paying Instagram, paying anything else. So um, we'll uh, we'll definitely chat with that because I can awesome. give you yeah, some. Absolutely. I can give you some yeah. some, some get some definitely get uh, some pointers. So with without a doubt, and then you know a year from now, um, do twenty five percent of everything I tell you, and your company will be tenfold as, as big as it as big as it is. But uh, and and I said I, and I try to mentor uh, a lot of companies and smaller companies and like I said and lately we've mentioned on the show some big companies companies that you know they have a whole team of people just doing advertising and yet they're still reaching out to me like how are you doing this and I'm like it's yeah. you know so it's a uh, but everything awesome. I everything I do is just it's not the norm you know it's like creating a cigar show and then giving away advertising for free just anybody wants to advertise, I'll put your logo up there. I'll advertise the as long as you make a good product, I'll advertise the crap out of you for free. You know, everybody said, well, you, you can't do that. Well, I can, and I've done it, and I've shown that it can be successful. You know, so yeah, you know, it's um, so yeah, it's that's awesome. So yeah, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely talk about that. No, so. I appreciate that. Any feedback or suggestions is you know that's that's great, and that's one of the things that. I know I'm great at is getting, you know, even if someone has negative feedback on something, I accept it, you know, because you can learn from it and that's how you evolve. And I, you know, I appreciate that. 
yeah that, that's 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 how you evolve and that's how um let, let me make a uh, um, um a quick note here something I'll, I'll tell you about later but um but yeah it's a, it, and it, it's listening to what people want you know when we introduce the uh, uh our cigar lighter bleed tool it's kind of what we're known for now um I, I did a kickstarter on that and i knew it wasn't perfect and um but i didn't know where else to go with it and we were halfway through our kickstarter you know we, we met our goal in three days you know three days you know even the machine shop that was making these there it, it's run by two cigar smokers and um, they're like, yeah, nobody, nobody wants this. You know, it's uh, it's just everybody has something that they use already. And I'm like, well, let's let's do an order. I think I can get rid of a hundred of them. You know, so after three days, I'm like, hey, uh, I need a thousand of them. And uh, and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I need a thousand of them. And then it was like three days later, I called them back up. I'm like, hey, did you start running those yet? And they're like, not yet. And I go, well, make that two thousand of them. And uh, they're like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no. So. I had a 30-day runtime. Two weeks into that, um, I had uh, I got so much feedback. Everybody loved it, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we kind of really like to see this, and we'd like to see this." And I'm like, "Damn it, I never thought about that." So they had the first run in production. I go, "All right, let's go ahead and start the second run um, on the version two. And they're like, "You haven't even picked these up yet." And I'm like, "Yep, but I've already got." But I listened to what people wanted, and. Right. You know, and then unfortunately we had version two run and then I had to wait, you know, it was like two or three months and I'm like, there's no way I oh, can make a version two and then just, throw, you know, like iPhone coming out with a new one. And then a week later going, Hey, we got a new one out that does this. So, <laughs> right, um, right. so, uh, um, and it was something like 90% of everybody on Kickstarter that bought the first one, bought the second one, you know, they're like, that's what we wanted. And I'm like, there that's you awesome. go. You know, yeah. so you just you just listen to what people want. Try not to listen to the to the naysayers, you know, saying, oh, you know, that won't work. You know, because if, if you listen to those guys, you know, like I said, I, I just oh. I, I always ask myself, what would what would Steve Saka do? Steve Saka would say, get bent. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. You know, it's yeah. and, that's, and that's what you got to listen to. I mean, there's a ton of people that didn't see what I was doing. And I mean, it goes from family members to you know, friends or people in a community that just, you know, I had a vision and it was one of these things where I knew, you know, I would see the organic reaction from people. Like, you know, you're talking about that summertime record and it just brings you back. And I know music and I know cigars and it's like, you know, I know how people can relate to this. There's a lot of naysayers that might not know what's in your head or your vision, but you know where you want to go with it. And if you believe in it, that's all that matters, you know? So um, it's, it's taking that, you know, in the feedback from people that telling you how to make your product better or what they want. Exactly. And, and it's creating new product and sometimes they don't work. You know, I, I've lost thousands Absolutely. of thousands of dollars, you know, in products that didn't work. And it's just like, you know what, it is what it is. You know, it's, you know, it's, you know, this, so I, I, I always say, I'll throw a thousand dollars at any idea. So a thousand dollars, I mean, a thousand dollars is a lot, but you know, for a cigar prop and then, you know, we always keep like a little, a little like mad scientist slush fund going. So I'm like, Ooh, I kind of want to do this. And I'm like, you know, but after a while, like you, you know what to do. Like, you know, now it's like, I can bring almost any idea to market that I can think of in about two weeks. You know, he said, because I've got the manufacturing, I've got this, I've got, 
packaging. I've got the, I've got all these connections. So, you know, so it's easier, you know, for me now just to whip up a new product and throw it out there and to see if it um, um, to see if it works, you know, so and then um, and then trying to when people all to this day say, hey, you know, what you should make and I go, hey, you know, you should start a company yourself and do that. You know, when some guy comes to you and be like, be like, hey, I want a square ashtray. You got to politely tell him, hey, you should pick one yourself and leave me alone. Um, right. But uh, Right. Yeah, but yeah, but you'll get that. So people just always, you know, and um, and sometimes people have a good idea, and then, yes. uh, but then it's like, do you have any idea what that's going to cost? You know, like I said it's a, uh, uh, you have know, had several ideas, and I'm like, well, how much would you pay for that? And they'd be like, I'm like, that's got to be worth thirty or forty dollars. I'm like, that's going to cost me like eighty bucks to have it made. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm like, are are you going to pay dollars? Right. They're like, oh no, not a way. And I'm like, there's just no way. For me to make that you know i i still can't order you know i'm like my nub to bleed tools and stuff like that yeah i order a thousand two thousand at a time but on some of this stuff you know you got to order five thousand six thousand you know it's a, a new piece of packaging i have a five thousand piece minimum you know on packaging so a lot of stuff i make you know i'll tell my machine shop when they're making something and they'll be like well well what's my what's or what's our maximum working dimensions and i give them one of my cigar prop boxes and I go, I have 10,000 of these boxes, what, whatever it has to fit in this box, yeah. whatever, whatever you're going to make me has to fit inside this box. I can't order another box. That's, that's in, that's insane. I had to buy a thousand dollar mold and a press to make this box that I own that mold and press, not at my house here. It's at the shop. Well, like, well, when you're ready for a reorder, you don't have to buy the mold again. I'm like, well, that's awesome. Cause I'm never going to reorder. <laughs> Ten thousand boxes on hand. That's funny. Uh, um, that story reminds me of being a DJ, right? So it's like when people throw ideas at you, and you, you know you haven't figured out, and they, you know they might not know what's going on. Is where this happens every gig I do. It doesn't matter where it is, when it is, whatever. Is the dance floor could be packed, right? And there's always that one person that will come up to me and be like, "You know what really gets party started?" And yeah. I'm like, yeah. "The party is uh, the party's happening." What are you talking about? You know? And they request like the worst song possible, and it's like <laughs> way off the radar. And it's like, no, this would really work. I'm telling you. And it's like, I got. I think I had this figured out, but I appreciate the request. You know? Um, but that kind of reminds me of that. You know that situation where <laughs> people tell you these things whether it's something that they personally want it's on their agenda and you know it, it, but they're way off you know that, that they are and that's uh but but at least it gets it gets people talking to you i guess you know and uh oh, it's great you yeah. know yeah. yeah that's great it, it, it makes a good laugh you know it makes it's good it's a good laugh sometimes you know it, it, it definitely is. So, uh, uh, Brendan, we definitely want to thank you for coming on the show, you know, spending an hour with us and, um, uh, everybody in the, uh, in, in the show notes down below, all the links for a revived vinyl, how you can, uh, get a hold of Brendan and, um, and get one ordered or get one custom made. And, uh, definitely everybody stick around to the end of the show. We're giving away two of them tonight. One of them will be the, uh, the, the Wu-Tang clan. Whoa. Along with uh, typical uh, all the cigars and swag that we uh, that we normally give away, and uh, Brandon, uh, I will get with you, and then uh, maybe one night this week uh, we can sit down um, uh, on a virtual chat 
and um, we can just chat for an hour, and I'll kind of get you get you hooked up with uh, uh, um, two people in the cigar industry. I think you could definitely uh, contact and work out with, and then uh, we can just chat chat about um, um, just everything. You know how to grow the company because I definitely have a lot of questions for you, and I appreciate the time, the you know the wisdom and knowledge you have, and I appreciate you having me on here. Oh, well, you're welcome. Like I said when when I first started, there there wasn't there really wasn't anybody out there. Really wasn't any shows that would give um, someone like you and I uh, a, a chance to get our product out there. And um, right. uh, I just I remember my my good friend Cigar Craig. You know, I reached out to him. He's a my, my one of my dearest friends now, and I didn't know him. You know, and uh, I'm like, hey, I, I got this product. It's years ago. I'm like, you think you could give me a shout out in your blog? And um, he gave me a shout out. He's been shouting me out for the last few years and. You know, he's the only one that that really gave me that time and helped me grow. And I, I always said, you know, to this day, I still do it. Anybody that needs help, you know, they, you know, like I said, being in the, I, I've helped people in the cigar industry, outside the cigar industry. So um, anything we can ever do for you, awesome. um, definitely. Uh, and if you ever have any, a big new release, a big anything, and you need 10 minutes or you need 30 minutes of airtime, reach out. You're, you know, you're always welcome, and we'll always uh, kick off a show. And um, even if it's a spur of the moment thing, we'll go live and we'll try and get that out there for you. Awesome. So cool. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. We'll holler at you later. All right. Right on, man. So what a super super cool cool cat. I'm glad to see. Yeah, man, that's a great idea. He's young cat. He's he's coming up. You know. That's it. C c cigar smoker and um um and, and yeah, he's not he's not much younger than us. So he looked younger. So uh, uh yeah, uh, sturdy rock haha -ha requests are the are, are the are the worst. Yeah, it's, uh, I I I always do that to to, to Eli. I've never saying, you know you you should play, but but, but Eli and I have the uh, the same uh, taste in music. So he so he's always got what I want. You know, um uh right right there uh, uh ready to go. I was so, fortunate in the fact that I was a, a radio DJ, so you know you don't have to take requests. But yeah, I know exactly what he's talking about with the club, and you know they will they will shut down a party and think that they have just helped you. You know, yeah, yeah. these guys sometimes. But oh my hey, God. what are you smoking, man? I am smoking another La Coalition. Oh really? So, uh, yeah, it's uh, this. I'm I'm hooked on this cigar, man. It is just it, it it's just out there. Yeah. Well, you you started something at me that I haven't had in, in 20 years, and that's a new experience, man. I'm going back into Candela's. Yeah. Uh, just lately, you know, and I told the guys at the shop yesterday. You know, this is probably only a two week kick that I'm on. Uh, but what Candela's have you got? I'm smoking the Illusion 888 Candela right now. Okay, I, I don't think I've had that one. Um, I just got I in. I looked for a review that you had done on it, and I couldn't find one. Yeah, it was um, um, when I placed my order with um, um, a Corona uh, last week. I had them send me a couple of uh, of the um, uh, the Corona anniversary in the, uh, yeah. the Candela. So because yeah. uh, I saw someone posted on that, and mm -hmm. then I never saw when I was always on their website. I just never saw that cigar in a uh, mm -hmm. in a Candela. So I'm interested to see. Um, and I don't even know whose Candela he's using. I haven't even looked up anything um, about the cigar yet, so I, I can't wait to to get that. Yeah. So Dude, today, I I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What what's going on? No, I was gonna ask. Do you ever get like? I rarely, very rarely, do I get nauseous from a cigar. But earlier this afternoon, I grabbed a cigar, I, I cut it and stuck it in my mouth, and got busy and didn't get to light it. 
30 minutes or so had gone by and it was still hanging out my mouth like that and you know i'm doing stuff and before i know it i'm lightheaded and i'm yeah. so lightheaded i have to sit down dude and that doesn't happen to me i don't I, I have a very high tolerance for nicotine that damn cigar knocked me on my ass and i didn't even light it wow you ever I, had I, that happen uh, i don't have a high tolerance for nicotine so that ha that does happen to me you know uh on a lit cigar, I don't, I don't generally don't hold a, a cigar in my mouth that For long. Half an hour, nor do I. Yeah. Yeah, but but you will be getting. Um, do you think you're getting more of the nicotine because it's uh, um, because of the saliva? It's being ingested like in your in your blood flow that much faster. That's what I was thinking. Kind of like having a dip or a chew in your mouth. Yeah, you know, you're getting that trans uh, whatever it is. The yeah. Um, what what I would try smoking that again, and uh, and seeing if you get the same. Yeah. Uh, the, the the same effect, but yeah, I, I bet it would. Uh, I bet it's because of um, um, just being not lit, you know. So it's yeah. that moisture. But uh, but yeah, I, I don't handle nicotine very well. So uh, uh, Jessica loves it. She gets hyper chatty Kathy, and <laughs> she loves the nicotine. So um, so she she likes that. So yeah, it, it'll it'll get me lightheaded, and I've only thrown up a couple times in my life. You know, from, from cigars so it's uh, usually i know I, I i know when it gets to that point to, to stop you know if it's yeah. a good cigar i'll go get a couple pieces of chocolate i'll take a little bit of break and then i'll still come back to it there's only been a couple cigars where i've put them out and i'm like i i can't even i can't yeah. even come back to that this was i had i mean i had to sit down i had to take my hat off and you know rub the forehead for a second you know five or so minutes go by i went and grabbed a coca-cola i mean it really it messed me up for a few minutes man that's a god yeah, uh, that, that, that's tough. I, I hate that feeling though. That that feeling oh, no. is just oh, it's brutal. So if uh, if anybody watched um um uh Bob's uh, Bob and or the Chief Talk um uh, Stephen's show that featured Bob that night, Stephen Finley Chief Talk. Um, someone had asked. They're talking about their new coffee. Someone asked me in the chat panel. Um, hey Kevin, why doesn't the cold brew mechanic have have a coffee? Well, you know, I had put out there, and a couple people have messaged me since then. Hey, were you just kidding about that uh, about that coffee thing? No, we weren't kidding. Um, um, uh, we've got in one of our today came in or yesterday came in a uh, um, our hopefully, which is our final batch of samples of um, of coffee. So in that batch, we got three traditional coffees that we've narrowed it down to, and then one flavored coffee. Um, so the flavored one was really, really tricky to make because, you know, there are other flavored coffees out there. You either get this or this. And I'm like, well, I want the two together. And they're like, that's really hard to Daniel Perry. You did ask me that. I'm like, they go, that's really hard to get those two flavors. I'm like, yeah, but those are my two favorite flavors. So uh, <laughs> they, they've, been, they've been working on it. And they finally says, we think we got it. So um, um, I've got one of those brewing, so I, I can't wait. So I think we're going to try and do one traditional blend, one flavored blend. And, um, and yes, you'll be able to drink these as a hot coffee, but I, I'm not. I'm not drinking them as hot coffee, so I don't know what they're going to um, uh, taste like. So, but um, um, now Let me ask you a question on that. Whenever yeah. they produce the beans or, or get them ready for the brew, is there because obviously it's a finer grind with espresso and a, a thicker grind with cold brew um is there a different heat process for roasting when it comes to cold brew as opposed to a drip? no 
No, because they're, they're still getting them. Um, I'm, I'm going to be offering them as uh, whole beans. So people can grind them up. If they want to do it as a cold brew, that's fine. If they want to drink it as a hot coffee, maybe it'll be a good hot. I'm assuming it'll be a good hot coffee. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so you'll be, you'll be able to get it as a whole bean. And um, um, and then, uh, so Adam Wolf, when you get the final product, let, uh, let me know. Um, I'm going to need some, some testers. Uh, once Jessica and I think we have our final. So um, uh, the roaster sent me some, um, uh, some like bags like this. So I'll be able to portion out some. They have the little uh, um, um, valve in there. And then he also got me some, they're like little potpourri bags, but so you'll be able to like put, put it. So if you don't have your own cold brew maker, you'll be able to put it in there, cinch it up, drop it in a Mason jar and, and make your own. That's a good so, idea. Uh, so I'll definitely be. Yeah, you need to try it with the the hot espresso. I mean, every which way you can make coffee. Yeah, um, I, I, I think I'm, that maybe with the cold brew, maybe maybe need to control. I don't know. Do you still use that jar? Is it, it's a mason jar with a yep, agitator yep. in it, correct? Yeah, it's just a um, it's just a cylinder with like a million tiny tiny holes in it. You know, is is all that is. So it allows all the essence to come out, and then mm. the grinds and everything stay inside. So, um, so I'll definitely need some testers, but some people that thoroughly enjoy almost like just, um, cold brew fanatics, people yeah. that are really fanatic about cold brew. So those are the people that I really want to test. Um, because like I said, um, you know, yes, it, it may be good as a hot coffee, but that's now, that's not how I'm going to advertise it as a hot coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, so I know Bob and Steve, or Bob the Cigar Guy channel, they have their own coffee. Uh, Shad Bates at uh, Janice Coffee Roasters is doing a, a fantastic job for them. I've had some of Shad's coffee, um, uh, the tobacco blend. It's fantastic. But um, uh, he's going to the, on the hot brew, on the hot, brew hot, hot side, I'm focusing on, on the cold brew side. And it's something that, that we've been testing for since about the beginning of the year now. And then... Um, we had about a month, maybe a little bit more, a lull to where we just couldn't get it. The roaster just just shut down. You know? Yeah. So um, so there's nothing we can do. So he finally opened back up, um, got our la uh, latest batch in. So we've got a few to test. And I think, like I said, we're going to pick out the one that, that we like the best. And then we'll start sending out some samples. And then if people are like, mm, it's okay, you know, maybe we'll get in some of our other tests and be like, this is one that, that we liked, but cause we, we have to pick one. So, um, so we'll yeah. go from there. So we'll definitely need some, uh, um, some cold brew, uh, aficionados, uh, uh, testing it. So if there's anybody in the chat panel that's watching uh, Ron real, Adam Wolf, Daniel Perry, Ed O'Neill, if you truly, truly love cold brews and you really, really like them, uh, send me an email, Kevin at cigarprop.com say, Hey, put me on your list. Um, and then, uh, uh, put your mailing address, uh, with that. And then I'll, I'll get, cause I probably want to get, you know, six guys, anything more than that, you know, uh, um, everything starts to get diluted, you know, and then, you know, after, you know, you get eight, 10 guys, now it's 50, 50, you know, whether, you know, people like yeah. it, people don't like it, but I found like the, you know, five, six guys, you can get a good consensus of, of what it is. And, um, so the only thing hey it's a little bitter or hey it's a little acidic or hey it's just right you know you need that goldilocks out there exactly and what i don't need is people blowing smoke up my ass either so um and not, <laughs> and not saying the guys won't do that but uh but yeah i i want if, if it sucks i want people to tell me it, it's i don't like it 
you know, and that, and that's yeah. fine. I can deal with that. We coffee's coffee. We can start over from scratch and, and just, keep and then again, though, you sent me some cold brew that I loved that wasn't in your wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. And that, and that's the thing, you know, once I find a coffee that, that I, that I like, you know, it's, um, um, I really love it. And there's some that, you know, like, like Tony Costa and, uh, him and I, um, uh, he'll be getting a, a definitely a sample. He's a cold brew uh, fanatic, yeah. but we are on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to cold brew. Uh, we like completely different things. So he's one of those guys. If he comes back with like, Hey man, I really, really like it. So I'm like, all right. So I've got a, I've definitely got a, a, a hit out there. And um and Diggins, um, I'm a little irritated at you that that you didn't tell me how hard it was going to be to move seven yards of rock. Man, that's kind of common sense, isn't it? I was thinking though this afternoon, I saw a guy. He was on one of those little buckets. Man, I don't know how uh, how much it holds, but the bucket itself is maybe three feet wide, and yeah. it's almost like a pallet jack that you ride on. It was like a little yeah. bobcat that he was yeah. standing up on on the back. And I saw that, and I'm like, man. How much does it cost to rent one of those compared to the hours Kevin invested with a wheelbarrow? It might have been cheaper for you in the long run. It, it's it's not bad, you know. Um, I, I looked at those; those are the exact same ones. It's about four hundred dollars, uh, for the uh, for like four hours. Okay. So we got that job done in about five hours. Now, um, um, I did. Um, I I had all the signs of a heat stroke. I actually, I don't know if I took a nap or I blacked out. But um, at one point, I had to go in my garage, and I had to sit down. And then sitting down, I was getting ready to throw up. Um, so I laid down on my on my cold concrete garage floor, and I probably fell asleep for about forty five minutes. You yeah, know, maybe I sounded like a little bit of heat exhaustion. And it, it, it was a uh, um, it was it was definitely a little bit of heat exhaustion. And it was like I said, I stopped counting. Like I said, um, uh, each wheelbarrow was twenty shovelfuls. Mm -hmm. And I stopped counting at like 20 or 25 uh, um, um, wheelbarrows. And I bet I, I bet I moved 50, 60 of them. And the trench know. itself was what, 25 yards long? Give or take? Uh, it was 100 feet. Okay. So, and then, was, so the, the pile, when they dropped it, it was how many paces to the trench? I mean, were you uh, working, like walking all damn day or shoveling all damn day? It was, it was both. It was only um, about, I would say about, to the closest point of the trench was 25 feet, 20 mm -hmm. feet maybe. To the furthest end of the trench was 100 feet. Yeah. So um, so we had I had a wheelbarrow and a shovel, and then uh, my brother-in-law he had his um uh, he he is a landscaper, so he has a big commercial mower, and he had a dump trailer, which held about two wheelbarrows full. Mm -hmm. So him and a buddy of mine were loading that, and then they were taking it the furthest distance away. Yeah, and then I was loading the wheelbarrow and taking it the closest away. Mm -hmm. But it was, you know, I, I I don't even know how long, you know, five, six, seven, eight minutes for the wheelbarrow, ten seconds to dump it, and then turn around and then just loading again. Yeah. And That's what I told I told my son because we were goofing around yesterday and uh, going to a few lounges, and I had sent you that picture of the Oscar Barber Pole box press. Yeah. And, you know, it was maybe 45 minutes later or so, Dylan asked me, he said, hey, did Kevin text you back on that cigar yet? And I said, no, man, he is doing this this gravel thing today. I guarantee you he's going to bring it up on the show tomorrow night. So it, it was, did, dude. I should have met him. It was, um, um, and then so we we got all done. And then uh, that was uh, like, I don't know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We finally, uh, maybe 3.30, I finally got a shower. 
uh, laid down in bed, slept for another like three and a half hours. And then Jessica came home and then we had watched a movie and then I passed out again. I mean, yeah. it was, uh, it was tough. It was, it was the hardest thing I, I'd done in a, in a while. And, and I wanted to, you know, and, and it's always one of those things as men, we want to push ourselves because you got, you have to know what your breaking point is just so you always know, yeah, you know, so you so, push beyond that break. And, and then so you can figure out, like I said, how to push. And like I said, and at one point it was probably an hour beforehand, I was at my breaking point, you know, it was at one point, you know, I, I, I had uh, um, emptied the wheelbarrow and I went down on one knee and I just stayed there for probably five minutes. And I, I oh, couldn't, man. I, I you couldn't, you're pulling a Kaepernick, something's wrong. You know, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't move. And, um, uh, and I'm like, this is it. And, uh, and I got up, you know, and, and worked for another like hour or so. And, uh, just so, cause I had to know, you have to know what your limit is. And, uh, so and it's just and it's not about showing your macho, but it's no. just, you know, so in the future, you always know it's for you your get, own. You know, when you get to that point, you're like, I, I got a little bit left. I, yeah. I can do this just a little bit longer because I've been to my breaking point. Yeah. I'm so. not a jogger or a marathon runner or, or anything of the sort, but one of my very best friends is. And he that's one of the things he always says whenever he runs these you know, uh, 25K or whatever marathons. He says, when you get to that breaking point and your legs turn to rubber, push through it. And once you push through it, you get a second wind and you're, yeah. you're, you go again. So I always try and keep that in mind when I'm at my breaking point physically. You know, if I push through it, hopefully I'll rebound stronger than before. It, it, exactly. And, uh, and Christina, if Jessica would have been home, she would have stopped me. Were you not drinking, like staying hydrated? Oh yeah, yeah. I was staying, I was staying hydrated, but it got to the point to where you know, because I, because I work outside, you know, as a mechanic, yeah. so I know. But it got to the point to where the, um, it was just every every time, you know, every 10, 15 minutes, you know, taking a sip, taking a sip, keeping hydrated. It got to the point to where every sip, I wanted to throw that sip on, oh, yeah. you know, right, right then. And so I knew, I knew at that point I was getting close. And yeah. Jessica definitely would have, would have stopped me, you know, w w without a doubt, you know. And uh, and then she'd ask me, she's like, "Well, you, you were you were sleeping on the floor, D didn't Donnie say anything?" I'm like, mm, I don't think I would have said anything if yeah. I was sleeping on the floor, you know. As long as hey, you're, all right. as long as his chest was moving up and down, uh, you know. After a while, I'd be like, "Hey, you." uh, you done on that break yet? You know, yeah. and, uh, but, uh, but he works outside constantly. So he, you know, he, he pushed through and he, he got it done, but even at the end of the day. So, so now we got a guy coming out with a Bobcat this week to push all the dirt in grade everything out because that's just an entire, you can't do that with a shovel and rake. Not just, and do it. Yeah. Not and do it right. And, and, and you know, plus with you guys, you're, you're planning on putting a deck over the top of that area. So it needs to be just right. Yeah, so um, uh, and for that it's two hundred and fifty bucks, you know, for the guy to come out with the bobcat, you know, and it, you know, he's gonna, um, um, he, it's gonna take him an hour, two hours, whatever, and uh, he he can do that. He'll he'll make it look good. He'll make it look smooth, and that and that'll be it. You know, we hired a guy to come out and dig the trench. You know, he had a mini excavator, so uh, um, he dug it a little deep, but uh, he knew we had seven yards of uh, rock coming, and uh, he goes. I'm I'm going to use up all seven yards of that. Yeah. Rock. Well, and plus, yeah. got there will be settling. You know, air yeah. will be settling. So you need that rock even needs to have a small pooch to it. 
Yeah. So it's um um yeah, is is rum and coke hydration. Uh it is not. <laughs> uh no no cigars, no drinking that day. So I heard a thing about mental toughness. I guess once that when your mind tells you that you had enough or you really only are like 50% and you push yeah. back, you can go further than you ever have. And and it's it's true. It it, it really is. You know, I used to do security and um as a as a part-time gig. I did it full-time, then went part-time doing another thing and there are times working, you know, 12 hour days, you know, doing my day job and, um, or no 12 hour days doing the night thing, uh, security overnight, sleeping in your car for an hour and then doing a 12 hour shift at work. Um, just, uh, yeah, it's tough, but you just get through it. You just, you know, you know, you just, uh, it, it is, it is just, it, everything is in, is in your head. So, um, so, all right, so let, let's get to our next segment. Just the tip with Fox Cigar. Uh, uh, all of these topics, we don't go um, into details. We give you uh, just the tip. And let me find, I moved it. So, um, uh, all right. Uh, from Drew Estate. I don't know if everybody's been watching uh, this, uh, the Sticks and Sips with Frankie Dranks. Yeah. Um, I love it. That has been, yeah, a, a, been a fantastic thing. I watched the other night when they had um I can't remember her name offhand uh, from a uh, uh, Pappy Co from a uh, uh, Pappy Van Winkle. Oh yeah yeah I can't remember. And, her name. Uh, and I ordered some of their hot sauce. I didn't know they had hot sauce. Yeah. So we got it in and it's absolutely fantastic. They fermented in the, the Pappy barrels, so super awesome. Um, Frankie will have guests on. Uh, JD was on there with uh, with that one, mm. and they teach you how to make a, a a drink on that one, the Pappy, and it was a, a an old fashioned. But he taught you how to smoke the glass, which I had seen that at the barn smoker where he has a cedar tray. He puts some cedar chips on there, lights it on fire, and then slams the glass over it. Yeah. And then it fills the glass up with smoke, and then you can make a smoky old-fashioned. Yeah, and oh I see God. people do that with their cigars sometimes, too. But oh, it oh, I oh, I haven't seen that. And, yeah, but does it really do much? Yeah, I don't know. He, you know, he, he had really stressed. I don't drink old-fashions, but he really stressed the cedar. Yeah, you know, it was definitely will will impart the most smoke flavor in that glass that will tr uh, transfer it over to the uh, to the drink. So um, yeah, so you can catch that on the Drew Estate YouTube channel. They've been slow about uploading them to the YouTube channel, but if you follow Drew Estate on Facebook, um, sign up for the newsletter. You'll always get when the next um, uh, uh, um, um, sticks and sips is uh with frankie drinks so pretty cool and then um um then they've been doing a lot of zoom herfs lately and yeah. a couple people reach out to me and, the, and they go hey uh i see the zoom herfs that they're putting the link in you know are, are we allowed to click that link yes you are allowed to click that link they want people to you know to get because it's weird i see them and they do these the the live shows and they'll have like 50 people in the chat panel, like asking yeah. questions and watching. And then I've just gone on there and clicked the link. And a couple of times it's like, oh my God, you know, I'm on here with, like, <laughs> I, was on, I was on with JD. You yeah, know, dude. JD not only knew my name, knew the company. So, um, yeah. and then, so if anybody um, is on any of these uh, Zooms or these virtual hearse, whatever, and you see JD on there, comment, 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 comment. When are you going to be on the ITAP that show? When are yep. you going to be in the Drew Estate Experience Asset Studios? So, uh, yep. uh, yeah, uh, he, he had mentioned, I think he mentioned the, the, the one, or maybe it was Joe Grow that said that they, they've seen people commenting. So I'm like, they're they're watching those comments. Yeah. They are watching yeah. them. So, 
So keep harping on uh, um, to get, we're going to get JD on the show. It's going to happen. So, yep. um, so, all right. So uh, from tobacco business magazine, cigar association of America charges forward with their mission. Now um, I recently just found out about the cigar association of America. There is the CRA, the cigar rights, but the CAA is actually much, much older than all of these organizations. And their mission mm -hmm. is they fight, for all cigars doesn't make a difference what it is every cigar to them is a premium cigar a lot of these other companies i've been you know and i've seen it on these herfs and i've seen it in their writings they're willing to sacrifice acids to get what they yeah. want as in the uh, the rest of the cigars they're like well if we got to get rid of acids and infused in the tatianas and everything else we're willing to do that we're willing to do that yeah. to save our cigars, not the CAA. Which doesn't make sense because it is still premium hand-rolled tobacco. It, it is premium hand-rolled tobacco. Um, so not the CAA. They're fighting for every cigar. Um, um, and then, um, like I said, just this year alone, uh, the CAA was instrumental in defeating a flavor ban on cigars and a massive tax increase on cigars in Maryland. And then I didn't know when uh, when Florida here we passed the uh, um, um, the indoor uh, smoking ban, and I didn't know originally that ban didn't allow for any cigar stores, any cigar shops, or any cigar related business to have indoor smoking. It was the CAA that got that petitioned and sued the state of Florida and got them to change that to where it says you know hey it's a cigar lounge needs to be able to have people that smoke cigars in their lounge. And so, you know, so super cool, um, great organization. Uh, definitely check them out uh, online. Uh, not like the CRA where they have, um, hey, look, my buddy Patrick's watching. What's going on, Patrick? Um, so they, they don't have a, a membership thing that you can you can specifically sign up for. Um, they do have different things for manufacturers, distributors, and then they do have a supporter. And um, so you click on that and then you've got to email someone about pricing and be like, Hey, you know, what's the, uh, uh, the supporter. So I reached out to that guy and I really want to, um, uh, get some info from him, maybe get him on the show and talk and see how people can support the CAA as well as the CRA and the PCA, whatever it is that you want to support. But I think that's another organization because like I said, for me, it touches home because mm -hmm. they really, uh, got the Florida law changed and they're really looking out for all cigars, not just, you know, traditional premium hand rolled cigars. Sure. Because so, if they get rid of, they get rid of those uh, infused cigars, it's going to make us our, our industry um, the growth that we are experiencing in the industry is is going to see a, a huge lull because these guys that are coming up into the cigar game that's a, you know a, people say it all the time and I have to agree those infused cigars are a gateway cigar for the people who want to to learn the, the lifestyle and, and the hobby, but haven't really got quite the palate yet for. You know, and, and it's just like, it's like every other industry. It's just like guns. Once you get rid of one gun and you ban it outright, that's an opening that leaves an open door. So you, you ban and few cigars and like, okay, so these groups like, okay, so we got one down. Yeah. Now we're going to go okay. after, now we're going to go after cigars that are under $5 because those aren't real cigars. Yeah. And we're going to go after cigars. So once you get rid of one, like I said, that is a, um, that is yeah. definitely a, uh, um, a gateway. Um, and then uh, half wheel, I posted the article, which everybody knows by now 
that the PCA 2020 has been canceled um, due to the um, uh, the COVID-19, which pretty much everybody in the cigar industry has already known that because, you know, just talking with people um, in the industry, like generally back in February, March, they're, you know, they're starting to want their, their um, hey, how much booth space are you wanting? Um, let's get this. Let's uh, give this. What do you need? And when they weren't asking for that in, you know, February, they weren't asking for it in March. They weren't asking for it in April. You know, they'd already, you know, those that didn't know, like it's canceled. There, there's no way they're, they're having it. But Half Wheel did an amazing article and it's called 12 Thoughts. PCA 2020 is canceled. Now on to bigger problems. And yeah. it was fantastic. It's a little bit of a long read. Actually, it's a lot of a long read. But it is a fantastic article, and I really – you need to go on the Cigar Prop Facebook page. It's right there at the top. Go to Half Wheel. It's on there. You can check it out, and um, it, it's awesome. Patrick, I like a good cigar every now and then, but I'd rather smoke my pipe. What about pipes, bro? We don't do pipes here. Um, we all smoke pipes. You know, Pipes are a pain in the ass. That's a good question, though, because that is uh, – a lot of pipe tobacco is conditioned. So, you know, what that is a good question. How are they going to approach that? Yeah, you know, that, that's it. You know, it, you know, all conditioned uh, tobacco, you know, so, yeah, you, you get rid of, yeah, you know, it's a good point. You get rid of uh, you, uh, acid and then the pipe is next and then everything else. So it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's definitely a, a, a tricky slope. So don't, don't fall into that, people. Like, let's just, uh, let's sacrifice the infused to save the rest of the industry because it's not going to happen. Um, so yeah, like I said, yeah, any of those articles, Cigar Frog Facebook page, you can see them uh, in more in the detail. Um, big shout out to Fox Cigar for uh, uh, the segment, just the tip. And then uh, let me go back to my my banners here. And so, all right, so um, and uh, said government eyes. Yes. Um. Let's see. All right. It's time for the Tapping Ash and Taking Names giveaway by Donnelly Honduras Tobacco, proud makers of the Don Juan Calavaras and the Flor Maya cigars. Um, also, great, and, um, uh, great, great cigars. They're going to be sending us some more, the uh, the new um, uh, Clown Cigar. Um, along Which I want to try. Oh, yeah. So along with uh, everything else, you're going to get some cigars from uh, uh, our wonderful, uh, the wonderful people over at Frontline Cigars. So tonight we got uh we got strobes. Yes. Um uh, so we got two prizes we're giving away tonight. So um um we've got some uh cigars from Cigar Bundles of Miami. We've got a uh a humidimeter with tactical case. Um we've got um a, a couple of uh um, blue line cigars from Frontline Cigars. We got the uh the clown from Donley Honduras Tobacco, and then we have um, this, uh, um, whoop, drop the, uh, this fantastic, uh, album from, uh, Wu-Tang Clan from Revived Vinyl. So, and then someone else is going to win, um, some more cigars from, uh, uh Cigar Bundles of Miami, which will include the Clown Cigar. Um, a, um, this one is a, I don't know who, this is a Pappy Van Winkle, uh, lighter oh, from cool. Drew Estate. And then they get the 
the George Harrison All Things Must Pass um, a cigar ashtray. So now if the uh, um, the winner tonight um, isn't eligible for the Cigar Medics uh, Humidimeter, the person that wins the second uh, round will get one of those. So, um, right. so uh, all right. So uh, um, you got the um, uh, you got a, a band or something? Oh, yeah. So we're uh, we're gonna uh, guess what's in uh, Diggins' yeah. hand. So he's yeah, gonna pull a band. He's gonna oh, pull out. Handful. He's gonna pull out a cigar band. All and right. then you're, you're gonna have to uh, um, guess. Um, uh, so yeah. the only one, so so the hmm. so the last three weeks. Uh, so who cannot win tonight? Christina Harrison, Christopher Michael, Daniel Perry, Adam Machado, Chico Ray, Christopher Walmer, and Quakes Thirty. You guys have won the last three weeks. Within the last three weeks, you're not eligible to win again. Uh, Donald um, uh, had already guessed FSG. I made Diggins take out all the FSGs um, so because uh, that was going to be uh, everybody's first guess. So I'm going to read these uh, down, Diggins. So um, uh, do, you, do you know which one it is? Yeah, I've got three of them here. So the first one that pops up. All right. So we got um, – uh, well, we'll do the first two. So we got J.C. Newman. Yeah. We got You got one of those? Brick house right here. All right. So JC Newman, Dylan Diggins uh, won that one. Ah, uh, you sucker. So, um, uh, so, oh, is that your son? Oh, yeah. so the, Hey, the, like I said, there's, there's no, you saw everybody, you know, yeah, y'all saw, I don't want to talk about nepotism. We're not going there. Yeah. Um, so we're going to keep, we're gonna keep reading. Uh, we got a Fuente. We got Corona. Um, Dylan, you already won. So, uh, um, Perdomo, we got Opus X. We got Herrera Esteli. We got a Caffey. We got a KFC. We got an Undercrown. That's Drew Estate. Nope. KFC's Drew Estate. Nope. Yep. Herrera Esteli's Drew Estate. Nope. There will be no Drew Estate. Yes. No. No Drew Estate. It's too easy. So any others? Aging Room. We got a Saka, a Cohiba, a Tatuaje. Okay. So let me give you all a hint. One of them that's in my hand is related in a roundabout sort of way to Pete Johnson from Tatuaje. All right. So we got a um, Stogie Road, a Unicorn, a Padilla, a Juarez, an Illusion, Fuente. A tattoo. My father. There we go. My father. Oh, 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 oh who, who's got a, I didn't see my father. My father right here. Who, who that said was that? Donald Donald Fernelius, my father. Okay, okay, that was uh, they're a little slow on my end. You must have caught oh. it for me. Okay. So so Donald Fernelius um, got that one, and then um, who who got the uh, the, the first one? It was uh, um oh Dylan, your son. So um yeah. so everybody, uh, Kevin at cigarprop.com. Um, uh, email me your um, uh, mailing address, and um, uh, we'll get you those out. And then once again, Dylan didn't know, so that was the yeah. Y'all saw it go down. Y'all saw what, what he was smoking, so he he is eligible to win. Um, so um, so we got tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be a really early show. Um, so we got we're going uh, um, live at four p.m. Eastern time, three p.m. Central, uh, with John Huber from Crownhead Cigars. It was his only time frame to get in, so uh, we figured, what the hell, we'll do an early show. But joining Diggins, Diggins and I, 
Um, uh, oh, Chris Haskell, welcome, buddy. Hey, uh, joining Diggins and I will be um, uh, uh, Ron McCoy from Ron Real TV and uh, Vic Evans, the high desert man himself. And we'll all be uh, sitting back chatting with uh, John Huber, answering questions and just uh, getting uh, the stories. Um, not going to be a super long show where we're dedicated to about, we got about a 90 minute window. So we're going to start the show. We're going to get right into it and, um, and just uh, um, get going. Cause I got, cause I'm sure with the, all of us out there, we've got a lot of questions and that 90 minutes is going to go fast. Yeah. Um, so once again, thank you to all of our sponsors, Cigar Bundles of Miami, Cigar Medics, Donnelly Honduras Tobacco, Fox Cigar, Frontline Cigars, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Asset. Adam, you'll have to watch um, after the replay. I don't get out until six. And uh, thank you very much, Christina. Um, yeah, so um, uh, it's going to be a, a super awesome show. I hope we get lots of people tuning in. If not, you'll definitely have to uh, um, watch the replay because uh, uh, John is an absolute fantastic dude. And uh, we'll see you, uh, cats and kittens, uh, tomorrow night.